0: You heard of me? What have you heard? I heard
1: you're the devil. I might be. Ah, come on, fool. We're eh? gang in L. A. Has to pay the taxes. So, ho? Hi, I've got tone. I'm live. I've got. Sell it. Um, Welcome in Analysis listeners, we're Matt and Bob, we're here to Pie. we've got a very special uh, episode for you today, we're going to do a deep dive into Bob Panelone's film of the year, The Tax Collector, starring uh, Shia LaBeouf, directed by David Ayer, Uh, later on the program, George Lopez will be on here, Bob sits down with him to talk about LA crime drama. Oh, oh, actually I've been told that film is terrible, Bob, I think we're going to pivot, let's uh, let's go into
0: uh, Love on the Spectrum. A lot of people our age... I'm interested in commitment. They're only interested in intercourse.
1: Have you seen Love on the Spectrum, Bob?
0: Yes, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm
1: so sorry if you don't have time to talk about the tax collector.
0: So (laughs) I want to, before we get into Love on the Spectrum, which is lovely, no pun intended. I saw an Instagram post of Shia LaBeouf actually getting his torso tattooed. for real with with creeper on it so i have i have i follow this art i think it's called arts collective or something and it's just it features painting drawings tattoos a lot and you i'm looking at this picture of shia labeouf actually getting his torso tattooed and i happen to think shia labeouf has is becoming a very interesting actor i think he takes a lot of big chances I really enjoyed Peanut Butter Falcon last year. I really enjoyed Saturday Honey Night. Boy. And so I said, right. oh, this new movie that he actually got us to, that might be interesting. And so I texted you and I said, have you seen it? It's coming out on streaming this week. And then you followed up with a screenshot of the Rotten Tomatoes. And basically it's, it's one of the worst movies of the year. So <laughs> you're mocking me. <laughs> out of my curiosity, of I hadn't even seen it. <laughs>
1: 21% Rotten Tomatoes. Bob's like, you got to watch this. Um, <laughs> you got to no, so, so David Ayer uh, has had some success. I actually looked this up recently because I was curious. Um, like, like who makes these terrible films? Where do they come from? So he wrote the screenplay for Training Day. That's his big break, right? Great movie. And then he directs, yeah, great movie. Um, he, he also wrote the screenplay for SWAT. Not so good, but uh, decent. And then he goes on to direct Suicide Squad. Not a good one movie. So one for
0: three there. But in baseball, you're still in the majors.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So so him and Shia LaBeouf collaborated on Fury, which is a pretty decent movie with Brad Pitt. Um, and that was the last time Shia LaBeouf got a tattoo for a film. Okay. I, I, I guess uh, something about these two working together, they're like, fuck it, let's go get tattoos. Let's just get our
0: tattoos done. Isn't it um, funny when these celebrities get tattoos of movies and the movies end up being really bad? Didn't all of the Suicide Squad group get Suicide Squad did tattoos? They really? Yeah. Will Smith has a Suicide and, Squad tattoo.
1: And to get Creeper across your chest is
0: such a... It's a bold move. He's decision. a bold guy, though. He's an interesting... He guy. is bold.
1: So he, he was kind of... He was the Transformers guy for a while, and then he kind of went off the rails and did a bunch of crazy shit where he was fucking people for real on camera. Um, and then he, he's kind of went underground and then he's kind of emerged as a really bold actor that takes chances. I think you're right on with that. Um, so not to put it down out of sight unseen, but it has got negative. reviews.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the most damaging movies of the year. (laughs) I,
1: I think the quote was watching this movie is like having your face dragged across asphalt. Yeah. Which, uh. I, I prefer something a bit more heartwarming than that, yeah. Bob. Um, which brings us to our topic of discussion. Love on the Spectrum. Give it a stream on Netflix. Uh, Netflix is killing it with these dating shows. Uh, reality TV, the, the Circle, Love is Blind, Marriage at First Sight. Um, what, 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 what's the other one? Uh, dating Around, Too Hot to Handle. And now we have Love on the Spectrum. What would you think?
0: I thought this was both parts incredibly heartwarming and equally stressful to watch. Yes, god, that's that's so accurate. It, it's really
1: sweet, but also you're watching it through your fingers for for all of the dates. But yeah. uh, I I I've got the quote here. Uh, Netflix describes this as Uplifting and insightful series, which celebrates diversity and difference, um, which I think is what we need right now. Just something that celebrates diversity, that's also heartwarming, and and not someone screaming at you to to you know donate or go vote or you know. It's just it's just a nice, sweet. Yeah. uh, I I thought it's perfect for the time we're living in. It's it's not superficial. It's like you said, heartwarming and and also tense, uh, which makes it for an intriguing watch uh everyone's gonna have their favorite sort of person they root for i mean you kind of root for everyone
0: Uh, absolutely yeah
1: i i I just had a lot of fun with it it was like a a palate
0: cleanse um yeah it's five episodes so very bingeable obviously 40 minutes each or so and for those who aren't super familiar based on our description so far it's it's profiling young adults in australia that are on the spectrum so most of them are autistic a few of them has asperger's and it's it's profiling them going on dates it's profiling them trying to find love and later in the season one of the people and i don't know if this is a real statistic but i believe it is it says that 95 percent of people on the spectrum don't find love they don't find a partner and you can kind of see the challenge obviously there's a lot of challenges that go along with these uh neuro disabilities but how they relate in in just social behaviors in general but you know the spectrum and and one of the experts says it's a spectrum for a reason there is it's a spectrum and so finding someone that's on the same level on the spectrum that you have is is seems to be very challenging there's sometimes where they go on dates and you're like oh these they're they're on different wavelengths like one person is, is is farther along than the other or even if they are on the same general area of the spectrum their interests are so hyper focused that it's mm-hmm. it's it seems like oh like I really need to have somebody that's super into anime you know or it just seems like that and so it's just but you you, you're pulling for them and and you're right you do fall in love with all of these people you want them to succeed and also the parents like your your heart goes out because these parents are in there the parents are so sweet and they're they're all just and you can just see that, that that you just want your kid you know you want them to endure and and there's a lot of the parents echo the same sentiment where they're saying like eventually I'm going to get older and I'd really like them to have somebody to, to lean on and to to kind of walk this life together without us and and you could just see all that stress and, and a lot of times the, t- the I got emotional in this show multiple times. oh me and too. it's when yeah. the parent a lot of times it's when the parents are talking about mm-hmm. the, the struggle and, and the love that they have for their kids.
1: Well, because the parents become like the voice of the, the viewer in a way where like they're kind of in on it. Whereas the the people going on dates are just like, yeah, you know, I, I would like to find love and I, I'd like to find a mate and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be hard. And but then the parents are like getting choked up because like, oh, my, my kid has come so far. Like they're so sweet. Like I've seen this for years and now other people get to see it. And and I think the one guy, he might have been Andrew's parents your yeah. father was saying how like um, uh, most other marriages have fallen apart because of having an autistic uh, child and, uh, and they're, they've stuck together and like all the parents featured are just amazing parents. They've raised such good kids. They're so patient and, and, and and, like, not even that, but like just kind of treating them like a real person, especially Maddie's parents. I had a lot of fun with, um, where like she was giving like just the classic mom routine. Yeah. And like, you know, Maddie was like, Oh God, moms. Am I right? And,
0: uh, but she's farther along on the spectrum you can see where like if maddie went out on a date with calvin there was there's no way that that could ever happen but they're both identified as autistic but it's just it's very different exactly
1: it's so hard like oh i would like to find someone that has autism because we have that in common but also i need to find the person that's on the right scale i mean that's that narrows it down especially in australia too like that uh, or wherever they are. Um, I think they probably they each take place in a different city. But yeah, because um, yeah, then you see like where Maddie goes out to the dance and then she she's sitting with that guy who's, you know, fairly attractive. They look like a, they would be a cute couple together. And then you start talking and he's like, do you have, do you have a cat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. "The like, Yeah. Is the cat nice? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, like that. Tough. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just not going to work. Mm-hmm. She, so uh, she, she kind of Calvin... identifies
0: that pretty quickly. And she's like, okay, let's go back inside. And he's very yeah, excited to get exactly. back inside. Yeah, it's – and there's there's multiple characters. I really like that this show – they do a few things just in terms of the, the makeup of the show, the structure of the show. So every time they're about to go on a date, you kind of follow around a core group of five or six people. But they'll mm-hmm. say, this person's about to go on a date with Nick. Nick's interests are he likes the sound of mm-hmm. chicken, and he likes uh, – something else and he doesn't like people talking and loud machinery and they they kind of give you that because that's a lot of times the types of conversation that they're having is just very right what are your interests what are your interests so it, it do you sets... like animals
1: i don't really like animals okay i love dinosaurs are you into dinosaurs no i'm more into anime okay yeah. well this is never going to work yeah and then <laughs> like... they, and
0: then they move on yeah so it's but it's it, it definitely sets up like this is kind of dating in this but there's also just just finding love is really challenging for anybody. And I think this does a good job of respecting that and showing, you know, breaking down some preconceived notions that people might have on some of this stuff, but also just the fact that like these people are searching for love. It's not like they are void of this type of emotion and and very much so seeking it. And my favorite character is Michael. And he's just, that's
1: going to be a lot of people.
0: Right. He's just the sweetest guy. And you're like, in in his whole life's dream is to get married and be an incredible husband, and I'm sure there's a lot I mean, of he
1: already has the, the the ring, right? Yeah,
0: he's already. But and and there's sure there's a lot of women that are like, I wish I had something like yeah. this, you know, because he's like, you know, he and he always says he he just says the funniest stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, his five things that the women want. But when I marry a woman, I I will provide her with five things: support,
1: love, caring. I mean, yeah, mean, then you know, he whatever. I, I don't have room down. Security,
0: yeah. yeah. My favorite line that he has is, uh, and, and I can, I I like do the impression, but I'll do it with with respect. But he says, uh, that's my brother, Adam. I like to say that Adam is like a cut of meat from God versus me. Who's two double scoops of dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a great line. But they talk about, (laughs) yeah. Two double scoops of dog shit. Every woman's uh, looking so for a smart. man, a sugar daddy, like he's got like his he's got his yeah. his dating isms. He's he's like the perfect meme, right? But he's uh it's just he's got he's studied relationships and and dating behavior for so long and and he's he's just got a a, a line for everything. So
1: smart for them to lead off with him in the pilot by the way. I mean, he kind of carries the show uh in terms of like you wanting to watch the next episode. And then um just, you feel so bad. I mean, all right, so let's talk about the awkward moments because it kind of starts with Michael's first date where he meets this girl at a speed dating, which is must be brutal for anybody uh, to, uh, alone being autistic uh, to be speed dating. It, it's just so uncomfortable, and like the social cues are impossible to read yeah. for anybody. But before then, he so goes he on that man.
0: date, he talks about his interests, one of them being toy collection. He collects yeah, toys.
1: and then, and then the the girl that he meets up with loves toys too, right? And his
0: face, when she says, I collect toys yeah. and dolls, his face just lights up and it's just, it's game on, right? And you're like, oh my God, game perfect. Game on.
1: And then they go in this super formal, you know, beautiful restaurant, you know, like one of those like revolving restaurants where it's all glass uh, glass walls, uh, view of Sydney Harbor. And then there's cameras everywhere. I, I mean, how is that not going to be awkward for anybody? And then you stick this girl in there and... This guy who's got flowers and a suit and of course she's gonna have anxiety and then it kind of derails and no one you know pe- no one's able to say anything they get they clam up and Oh, uh, there's a there's uh, a there's a
0: heartbreaking moment where he looks in the camera and he says was it my questions did i say something wrong and yeah. he's he's Can just i go too far yes yeah, so questions? so self-doubting and Just watching him get ready, you're like, oh my god, I hope this goes well for this kid. He's combing his hair perfect, he's putting on the cologne, and you're just like, oh my god, please, please, and uh, it's just, he's, and then he's got the great bit at the anime conference with the the Gilligan's Island, and I mean... Yeah,
1: but he's the skipper, and he's just like, this is the greatest day of my life. Uh, got to meet, uh, you know... uh, The greatest woman of all time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And me and you... And she's really sweet, too. Yeah,
0: and then... Um, they're, they're just, there's all this great personality and, 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 and some really witty senses of humor that, that I really appreciated. Yeah, Tom, right? the guy that's actually married, uh, he, he's the bus driver, and he's the bus fantastic. Driver, they go on this date, and she's like, oh, this is like The Bachelor, and he's like, yeah, because it's scripted, right? <laughs> this is totally scripted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: uh, uh, Ruth didn't get a script. Yeah, uh, Ruth
0: didn't get, someone get Ruth a script, and I'm like, this is,
1: guy, this is off yeah, the cuff. Guys fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I love that couple, yeah. Um, How did you feel about the couples versus the singles? It was kind of nice that they bounced back and forth, but there was a sense of, like, it's less interesting to see people that are already doing it, but also it's kind of nice to see the light at the end of the tunnel for some people.
0: Yeah, I appreciated it to to that degree. I really liked that they really took their time and found people at multiple stages of the spectrum so that you can really see the different dynamics and and Calvin is kind of on the back end and and his dad is also a single dad talking about, you know, the heart goes out to the parents like this poor guy is just really trying to work on his kid here or work with his kid and, and it's... Calvin's learning how to like Greet
1: a woman and what to say to her and pull it out the chair. Whereas you know, I got a guy like uh, Andrew. I thought did a great job on his date, right? Where he's like teaching the girl how to play bowls. Yeah, and he was really patient, uh, and I, I thought did a great job. I actually um, think cause... Calvin
0: did a really good job on his date, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I I agree. Uh, based on what we saw with him, kind of with uh, the expert, what was her name? Uh, Jody, I think. Uh, yeah, Jody Rogers, um, and she's like it's it's kind of like you know one step at a time sort of thing and then you just toss him out there and he does a pretty nice job i think because you put him in a an environment where he's he speaks the language of like you know what the japanese chef yeah or whatever. so he's there's a comfort zone there and, and oh my god the 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 girl in the date who's like i'm into video games let's play video games right now oh you're not so good at this game are you then she just like, shuts him down i'm like oh my
0: god yeah. Yeah, but there's just they don't. That's that social cue just isn't there. I know, know? right? You don't know it. Um, But But then, and then in that date, he's he's talking to the camera and he says he he speaks very loudly and he says she's not an anime, which is unfortunate. And she's like, I actually am an anime. She's off yeah. camera and she says, "I I just don't watch it a lot or something." It's like, oh God, ah, that's know. what I'm talking about—the stressful part of this. Um, another thing I liked was you're watching the the girl who uh, has uh, partial hearing, um, and she's bisexual and she goes on a date with yeah. Or no, no, totally. excuse me. Um, Maddie goes on a date with Mark. And there's that awkward like, do we split the check moment, which honestly is a real thing. That's a real. That's right, something yeah. that could happen to any relationship. But that that goes south. But then you get to follow Mark along too, and yeah. I really got I to enjoy kind of watching like Mark. The
1: handoff. Yeah,
0: I thought Mark was was
1: beautiful, man. I mean, like he was so well spoken. He's such a good heart, and like his mom and dad say the same thing. Like this guy is so sweet. He has such good intentions, and I guess he came a long way. Like he used to be like this terrible this terror uh, and now he's like this really kind loves dinosaurs is super smart is just like so um complimentary uh and well-spoken. very empathetic
0: he um he also just has really you're right in, the, in his caring heart with when he goes and they're, they're looking at the dinosaurs or excuse me they're looking at the elephants. And he's talking about mm-hmm. mastodons and and the history of these animals and the abuse and that they're still being abused and endangered and we haven't learned our lesson as a society. And I'm like, fucking preach, dude. Yeah,
1: right, guys up on all the current events. I, I, cause like you you kind of see a handoff between Michael and Mark a little bit where it's like. Uh, in terms of, like, who you're kind of rooting for or, or not necessarily even, that. it's not like a contest, but it's just, like, you can see the producer is kind of like, okay, now we transition into Mark being kind of our hero. And, and like, when he was at the uh, bowling alley um, for, like a, like, a bowling event for kind of people with disabilities, there was this, like, babe he was talking to. Uh, yeah, and he couldn't remember like, his oh, favorite movie. Like? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, what do you like? Oh, I like movies. Okay,
0: well, name one that he couldn't yeah. name Oh my
1: god I was like oh no Like I was like was that's my layup question he... yeah,
0: that's... <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone would ask me that question I, on a first date
1: I, I dream yeah first date I, I dream of being I asked about my I've never been
0: movie. asked what my favorite movie is on a first date <laughs> and Mark's just asking and his layup is like hey what kind of what kind of dinosaur is that like, I yeah. like how Michael and Mark both relate things back to movies because it's very much the same where where she, she tells him what year she was born, 1997, and Michael will go, 1997, that's the same year Men in Black came out. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> side note, 1997 was a great year for film. Uh,
1: tons of good films come out. Yeah. Uh, with, with Val Kilmer in, uh, what was that movie? With, uh, anyway. Right. Um, what the hell are you talking about? The, uh, the, the bowling alley scene with Mark is awesome. Uh-huh. Right? I But that's one of those heartbreaking moments, like, ah, I, it was it was going you know what I mean really attractive girl I think a good match Got if only if the you bravery you to, have to
0: have to be stunted socially like that and to still have the balls women, to approach yeah. women is is just beyond so anytime. You, you you can gut check yourself if you're out there and you're single and you're worried about approaching somebody. If 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 Mark can get out there and do it, like you can do yeah. it. And I think that's a nice thing. The shows show similarities that they, they, they go through the same things and I, I know I've said that already, but I feel like we gotta get you on the show
1: season two and just have you in the ear of these guys and be like, Look, ask her how long she's in town. Okay? Whatever <laughs> she says, say that's not a lot, not enough time to fall in love. <laughs>
0: So for those who don't know, I used to coach Hayes on pickup lines at the bar, and a couple of times they worked. Um, ninety percent of the time they work. One hundred percent. There you the go. Um,
1: that one was a bit more uh, a, a, a a bit more um, higher success rate than the uh, just pulling it out and saying, "What are you gonna do?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and we're off the rails. How do I get it back on? How do I get it back on?
1: Anyway. <laughs> well, no, sorry. So what do you, I, right, so, all right, let's talk about what Jimmy and Charnay are, right. So a couple that has been together for three years. Um, they, they weren't heavily featured I think cause there's not a whole lot of drama with the couples. Yeah. Um, but, but we do get to see what it's like being in a relationship. You, you know, you're, you're going on this, this anniversary date. Um, and you know, and he's got the ring in his pocket. He's going to propose and the whole night is derailed because his socks don't match. Or they're they're not navy blue enough for what he's wearing, and he he sits down with his Rubik's cube, and and she's just like, "You're upset now, aren't you?" He's like, "Yep, yeah, we gotta go get some navy socks, don't we?"
0: Yeah.
1: So I mean that it that's what you deal with. I mean, you move in together, you're kind of out on your own, and you you've got to like deal with these things that pop up from like you know the autism, and just like a- as a couple, know how to calmly tackle these obstacles it was kind of really cool moment i thought
0: yeah and another thing that i think is is interesting and and the girl that i watched this with we actually have been watching a lot of dating shows together um but uh she she said this is really great because a lot of people are going to be inspired to go and help out in communities and, and events like this so when you, you see the speed dating events or you see the bowling events or you see i think this she's i think she very wisely said you know i think pe- this is going to motivate people to get involved and help out in their community uh with different types of events and and um i i think that's a that's a very positive thing as well
1: oh for sure i i, I think it only helps i mean like imagine uh, getting on a bus and there's an autistic guy driving the bus like you're going to have empathy for that guy now had you seen the show and also this you know thomas the bus driver very capable guy absolutely um yeah you'd almost never know really Mm -hmm. i mean like actually both of them as a couple it was hard to kind of i mean they seem completely together and maybe that's why they're together you know what i mean and we kind of focus on people that are struggling a bit more yeah
0: and that's what one of the girls oh. says is it what is it what does autism look like this is this isn't a, yeah, a disability Olivia. that has that you can see necessarily so she, she talked about that a lot. Did you think it was interesting how how hard, much harder it is to diagnose women with autism than it is men and a lot of these girls are fi- finding out or being diagnosed when they're 17 or 18 years old versus the guys a lot earlier.
1: Yeah, like, like, how has that not been fixed by now? You know what I mean? And why is it harder? I mean, I don't really know anything to speak on it other than what the show kind of told us. But yeah, Olivia says, like, well, the autism scale or the the spectrum is based on a, ma- a man's perspective. So, like... It's how male is... you are. Yeah, exactly, right? So that's that was kind of hard. Like, like, how do you live with that? And how has that not been fixed or, or updated? Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of baffling to me. Yeah. Um,
0: her scene was very I, how, cute too with the sunflowers
1: oh god yeah what uh was it chloe Lo- right oh
0: chloe excuse me yeah chloe and, chloe lotus. and lotus yeah they,
1: they go to the and, and that was kind of hard about like you know the the fade out over credits at, at the end of the the fifth episode where it's like chloe and lotus decided or lotus was like she's not ready for a relationship and then you know throughout the series it's like we're just gonna be friends we're just gonna be friends like which is great, you know they're building their their network and community and like you know some producer isn't just going to set you up and boom you're off and away like it's cool that they're they're meeting people from this um, forced kind of interaction which must be awkward no matter how you know careful the producers are with it but it it, it was a little bit like oh you do kind of hope for like oh, oh this worked out or or this you know yeah but there wasn't really. Um, which is not t- not to say that it's anticlimactic or anything or not worth watching the whole way through. It was just uh, you you were kind of like, oh, this looks great, like this is going to work out, but just you know, people are just aren't ready and yeah, especially. I mean, I thought uh, Andrew did a great job responding to that text, right? Yeah, like like dealing with redec- rejection and, and 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 penning the response. I thought, oh no, worries, totally understand. Let me know when you're not feeling so uh, shitty or whatever. Mm-hmm get together
0: um yeah he was another guy where you where that was the dating the 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 dating event and you, you only got contacted or you they only got who also matched with you and you're like oh please give him a match at least and
1: yeah right yeah and he did and then she was she
0: kind of pulled up. but anyway
1: yeah uh i would w- would you uh do you think they'll do? I mean, they'll probably do a second season. Do you think they'll bring back the same people, or I gotta see what's like, happening repression? with Michael?
0: Yeah, and he's another great thing is maybe you know other autistic people are watching the show and and they find love that way, or they're at least gonna get an outpour of love from around the world with this with this outreach. So that's gonna make them feel good as well.
1: I uh, the person I was watching this with, I was like, do you do you think? Because like, like like the people on the show that are kind of like the rejects or whatever, like, they're not really main characters that are just there to be, like, turned down? I mean, do you think that that is hurting their development, or is brutally embarrassing? Or do you think the fact that they were just on a show on Netflix boosts their popularity yeah. level? Yeah. Like,
0: Marcus, like, the guy that got the salad in his eye? Uh, yeah. Like, that kid? Like, maybe. Yeah, I think so. So... I, I
1: think being on TV only helps you. Right. I, I don't think that they and they did a great job of kind of being pretty safe uh, in terms of, you know, not really embarrassing anybody and just uh, um, letting things kind of happen naturally, which, which is so great about like the splitting the check. Like you're like, oh, I, I'm sure the producers are paying for this meal. Right. Like Netflix is paying for this meal. No, they actually they're no, on a date. They're real. It's real circumstance. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. That was really mm-hmm. kind of interesting because it just provides more drama as well. I I mean, you haven't seen the show, but like, I, I wonder if the same producers. I mean, the voiceover was very similar to like the British baking show.
0: I've watched great, a little bit of British baking show, but not a bunch.
1: It it did kind of have that sort of like feathered touch to it, which is a very wholesome sort of vibe. It, it just had a similar vibe yeah.
0: to me. The voiceover over the B roll and the tone of the voiceover was similar. You're right.
1: Yeah, I, I just couldn't help being reminded of that. The B roll was kind but, of uh, funny.
0: They would be like, "He hates bananas," and it'd be someone chasing someone with yeah! a banana in the <laughs> foreground.
1: <laughs> that I'm so glad you brought that up. I was trying to figure out a way to get that in there, but yeah, uh, that that's kind of like it's it's the the filmmakers having some fun with it, where it's like he hates bananas, and the, oh, let's show a guy chasing a guy through an alley yeah. with a banana, yeah. Um, those were really fun. They, they did a good way of kind of, like, refreshing that, you know, freshing that up a bit.
0: You know, another show that I've watched that I'm surprised I got into, actually, was Married at First Sight. You ever heard of Married at First Sight?
1: Yeah, it, it's,
0: I mentioned it at the top, it's, uh, it's one of the, so the hit shows. I think it's, I actually prefer Love on the Spectrum more, but there are couples therapy sessions that happen throughout the filming and they have some actually pretty good insight to say about relationships and dating that i think are pretty relevant so i think the concept of the show is obviously very silly but the dialogue around the the dating and the relationships i found actually pretty useful so that was that was another one that i enjoyed
1: yeah i well because netflix's version is love is blind right is that kind of the same thing
0: yeah, I don't know. Do they do uh, they do dating relationship advice on there?
1: Uh, I, to be honest, I don't know because I haven't seen it. Okay. But I, I just feel like Netflix is really going heavy with the uh, the dating, the dating shows. But and they they've they've some gems. I mean, like, I mean Netflix is the only person putting out you know new stuff right now, really. Yeah. Uh, and they're just just they're such a cornered market. I mean, it, they're crushing it. Netflix, uh, everything they it. put, yeah uh hi netflix you greenlit um uh, okay well i've, I've i i do not have a show i'm just kind of talking uh another great reason south park is uh an all present
0: so watch those two shows and watch south park our yeah, final review so you get all of our references
1: <laughs> um well cool man yeah uh, glad that you uh decided to watch you know take it down and uh hope, glad you enjoyed it
0: yeah thanks for the wreck and looking forward to more chops yeah,
1: can we go watch a tax collector later
0: Everybody, fun ride. Bob Pantalone is like a cut of meat from God, and Matt's two double scoops of dog shit.
1: Thank you, Michael. I'll take that as a compliment. i uh,
0: right, I'm gonna go, go off. watch the tax collector. Made in <laughs> 2020.
1: <laughs> tax collector's supposed to be a great film, um, uh, although terribly reviewed. Uh, but David has made some good stuff.
0: My theory and uh um all right everybody don't forget to like and subscribe see you guys next yeah, exactly. time exactly bye, bye. bye.